Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Terrence Brown, um, and these are the Brownie Points. Um, we're still in February, so um, I will be commemorating um, somebody that I believe to be probably one of the most influential people um, in basketball. Um, we are talking about um, a legend. We're talking about somebody who has changed the landscape of basketball itself arguably one of the greatest basketball players ever to do it um everybody knows who it is everybody knows who i'm talking about um i'm talking about kobe bryant um i'm gonna dedicate this podcast to him um he um has changed the basketball landscape by his hard work, his dedication, um, and having um, and having a cognition so intelligent and genius um, in how he navigated the game of basketball and how he thought of the game of basketball. Um, he was an excellent player, and, and you know, just not to shout any hate at Lakers fans or anybody. Uh, Lakers has never been my team, um, even though I, I live in California. Um, Lakers were never my team, but um, there is do- there is no denying the respect and adoration and admiration for Kobe Bryant and what he brought to the game of basketball. Definitely a person that inspired me to have a work ethic to always want to one compete and always and always wanted to be relevant in the game of basketball and and it also his mentality his mamba mentality translates into how we live our daily lives working hard every day um never failing never giving up never allowing ourselves the luxury of not doing all that we can do to be a better version of ourselves and to change for the better. Um, that's some of the things in watching Kobe um, play basketball and also watching him transition from basketball into a lot of the um, social and um, things or a lot of the social um, justice things and things that he got into after um, after he retired from basketball. Um, we're talking about a man who, um, outside of basketball and all his accolades in basketball, he won an Academy Award um, for his um, cartoon short, Dear Basketball, which is phenomenal. Um, I watched his document, uh, his documentary, um, I don't know if it was documentary, but sort of, um, called The Muse, which was amazing, um, gave us insight on his mind and how he thought of basketball and just um he was just a pivotal person um i could say so much about kobe bryant um it's crazy um just a phenomenal person a phenomenal human being um and just um it was just very sad to lose a person like that that we needed in the world that we needed to learn from and needed to hear from and gain wisdom from because he was such an amazing person um a superb athlete um superb coach um 
and just everything in between and also um, losing his daughter um, Gianna um, just um, just a sad story but um, I just want everybody to know that um, he is in that hierarchy of African-American influential people for me and he's changed how I have looked at coaching how I've looked at life how I looked at the game of basketball itself um and just how I pursue things and how I work hard towards things because um if you have that quote-unquote mamba mentality um then failure is not an option um failure is a stepping point to success um so in me saying that I dedicate this episode um to Kobe Bean Bryant. These are the brownie points. All right, you guys. Um, this is episode 10. Uh, my name is Terrence Brown, and these are the brownie points. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about basketball, of course. Um, my love for basketball is is so deep and so so innate in me that it's almost it's almost it's almost heresy to say that who I am as a person is not contingent upon basketball it's the contrary Um, basketball has molded me into the person that I am today. Um, my mentality comes from how I have navigated playing basketball for most of my life. Um, it is my first love in this world in regards to the one thing that I had that I looked forward to that made me happy, that was my outlet um, in a world that could have consumed me just because of all of the negative things around me. Um, It was my light in the dark. Um, It was that ray of sunshine through the clouds for me. Um, I would not be Terrence Jamal Brown today if it was not for being blessed with a court, a rim, a net, and a basketball in my hand. I tell you no lie. I I am truly thankful to God. Um, I am truly thankful for those who grew up with me, my friends, um, my mom, and allowing me the opportunity to play such a beautiful game. Um, I am extremely passionate about basketball. Um, Anybody that knows me, who's grown up with me, knows that I hold basketball in such high regard. Um, Even when I was like in my teen years, um, nothing mattered more to me than getting home from school and playing basketball until it was time for me to go in 
going to the house. Nothing meant more to me than getting up early in the morning to shoot around or to improve my dribbling or to improve my shooting um, before I went to school. I would get up early just to walk to school so I could play basketball before class started. I would do my homework in some of my classes just so when I got home, I could just take my backpack off and go play basketball for the rest of the day. I like literally lived, breathed basketball for a majority of my life. And now even in my older years, I, I still I still play basketball and I coach basketball. I watch basketball. Um, just everything that has to do with basketball is instilled in me. Um, basketball is my heart. Um, it is, it's always been there for me. Um, it'll always be there for me. Um, and I will always have the deepest love and respect for the game of basketball. Um, so that's just how I'm going to start it out. Um, so yeah, this is what this episode is going to be about is is basketball. So if if you don't like basketball um or if you're not a fan of basketball, then um you'll probably have a hard time understanding my passion for it. But um that same passion is synonymous to anything that you do in life that you love because you're going to work your hardest and you are going to do your due diligence to be better at all of the things that you love and that you're passionate about. Um, so for me, it's it's always been basketball. And like I said, that passion that I've had for basketball is synonymous in my life to any and everything that I do. Um, how I raise my children, how I um, work and um, navigate in my career. Um, how I talk to people, um, the way in which I work and operate. Um, it comes from that mentality of doing something that I loved for 20 plus years and how it has molded me as a person. Um, there's not enough to say about basketball. Um, I have some crazy stories just in general about my adoration for basketball. Um, of course, you know, when you're in, when you're in middle school and you're in high school, you know, um, I guess back more so in my generation, it was more so about sports. You had like sports and girls. Th those were the two that kind of went hand in hand um, for most people. So if you were an athlete and you were good at something, then you you are more likely or more susceptible to get the girls. Uh, for me, um, me playing basketball, that was the same notion. Um, but, however, the problem with that was I had no interest in girls. I had no interest in talking to girls. I had no interest in being with any of those girls or even humoring myself to have a girlfriend or boyfriend uh, for the simple fact that 
it didn't equate to the love that I have for basketball. And it would have never equated to that. I would have done quite a few girls a disservice if I, you know, became girlfriend and boyfriend with them or was dating them because I love basketball far greater. Uh, it was far greater in my mind than any love or like that a girl could give me. And it's funny that I say that because it's, it just lets you know that that was never my interest. While a lot of my friends and people that are around, you know, had the same love for basketball, they still, you know, that was still something that they would, you know, engage in like dating and messing around with girls and, you know, talking to girls and, you know, what have you. But me, there was only two things on my mind. One, I need to get good grades. Two, I need to get good grades so my mom allows me to play basketball in the frequency that I like to play in. That was every day. That was set. I would play basketball like a working person would work um, a full time shift. Like I would play basketball eight, nine hours a day. Um, I would play games if I wasn't playing games with my friends. I was practicing my my dribbling. I was practicing my shooting. I was practicing different ways to finish. I was practicing, you know, how to finish with contact. I was practicing my defense. I I, I was practicing some of everything. Um, basketball was truly something that I loved and was passionate about. And what makes me what makes it funny and kind of ironic is that that love that I had for basketball kind of transcended when, you know, I got to a place where I met my wife and I liked her because I knew that I could love something with the passion and the, and the pizzazz that I loved basketball with. And, you know, today would be my wife. Um, I mean, she would probably argue that I love basketball more than her, but mm, that's from your wife. So, uh, it makes no difference. So, but you know, um, basketball is my first love. And, um, like I said before, I don't think that my acknowledgement of basketball is even doing service for what it has done to change my life. Uh, basketball saved my life, honestly. Um, I come from a neighborhood, um, I've come from neighborhoods where I've come from broken homes. Um, I have been displaced from my home. I have been homeless. Um, I have lived in, I, I have lived in homes and apartments where people have broken into our homes. I have come from a place where poverty was the norm. Being impoverished was something of an everyday occurrence for me. I've gone without food some days. I, I've gone without, you know, I've gone without nice clothing, nice shoes. Um, there were times where we couldn't even afford to wash our clothes. We had to wash our clothes in in the sink and we had to hang them up and hang them to dry. Like I, I've come from that type of mold. 
but but the the thing about it that was encouraging was I still had basketball. I still had my friends. I still had my single uh, my single parent mom. Um shout out to her. Um and I had my two brothers with me. Um those were the things that made everything okay for me. Um I know like I know sometimes the the poverty story can be cliche at times, but you have to understand when you are a person that comes from a predicament where you are looked to fail and you are looked at to not make it, it's it's hard to have a mentality that suggests that you can see through all of this if you keep going. You can do your due justice if you keep working hard. If you fight the temptation of all of the things that are around you, all the negativity. If you don't succumb to the bad things that are going on around you and you keep a positive base and a positive foundation, you will make it. It's hard to think that way when you're young and for most of your, you know, your youth you had to experience poverty and you had to witness, you know, things that a young a young African American male shouldn't experience in life. I've seen people shot at before. I've been around when people have died. I've had I've been held at gunpoint multiple times. Um I I mean, I've had a lot of things happen in my life and those things kind of um kind of molded me into the person that I knew I did not want to be and I knew I did not want to be a person that was a failure. I knew I did not want to be a person that was going to succumb to all of these negative things. And I knew all of this stuff and I knew I didn't want that life. And the only thing that made sense to me to prevent myself from getting into selling drugs, to getting into uh, gangs and gang violence, to getting into just trouble, thiefing, stealing from people, became, becoming a drug addict like my dad, um, from getting into any of those things, basketball. Basketball was what made the difference for me. And I know for some people um, that that seems simplistic. You're telling me basketball prevented you from doing all of these things. And I'm telling you, yes, it did. Honestly, it it has been it has been sometimes my only friend, my only um, camaraderie in a world where I didn't know if I would make it or not. I didn't know if I would die prematurely. I didn't know if I would end up imprisoned. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. The only thing that I knew I was sure of 
is that there were going to always be a court. There was going to always be a place for me. Whether I felt sad, whether I was mad, whether I was happy, whether I was hungry, whether I um, was tired, there was always going to be a place for me on the court, basketball in hand, because I knew that this was so significant to me and that I could see myself doing this. And making it through because basketball didn't allow you to, it didn't allow you to be a failure because all you could do was get better at it. All you could do is work harder towards it. All you could do is make things better on the court. People were always so fascinated by how hard I played. And sometimes I would get very competitive. But I think anybody in something that you're good at, you're going to be competitive at. But I think people thought it to be because I was trying to prove something to everybody else. On the contrary. Every single time I got on the basketball court. I was trying to prove something to myself. I was trying to better myself, not just as a basketball player, but as a player in the thing we call life. I was trying to be better in my life. And the only way that I could translate all of that energy I had built up and all of the frustration was being good at this, being good at this God-given sport that God has bestowed upon me for a reason, for a purpose. Because he was trying to Show me that that I wasn't going to be a deadbeat, that I that I wasn't meant to die in poverty, that I wasn't meant to die on the streets, that I wasn't meant to be homeless, that I wasn't meant to be. I wasn't meant for the negative things around me. This was not a life that was for me. And I think God showed me that through basketball. If I give you this outlet, Terrence, and you build the talent in your hard work, then I will show you opportunities outside of this. And God has done that for me. And he's done it through the instrument of basketball. Um, I'm a firm believer in. I'm a firm believer in. God showing us things through many outlets. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, Sometimes we don't understand when it's at face value. Sometimes we don't understand when it's right there in front of us. Sometimes we have to be shown in the things that we do and the way that we operate. Back then, that's one thing that I love to do. I love to play basketball. And so... All of the lessons and all of my teachings as a person came from this sport. And I believe God did that on purpose. I think that was a conscious effort on his part to make sure that everything that I needed to know in life was going to come from my passion for basketball. And what's funny is that 
basketball was not a physical thing to me. I never thought it to be something that had to do with my physicality. I knew it had to do with my mind and how I thought. I knew it had to do with my heart and my passion. I knew it had to do with my spirit, my grit, and my willingness to do this. I I know it sounds crazy. I'm talking like about basketball as if it's a being or it's a person, but it's it's been a monumental piece of who I am and what I am and why I am and where I will be. Um so for for those that can understand that um then you'll get what it is that I'm talking about. For people that are not quite sure, just think about something that you do now or that you've done that has been an outlet for you, that has been your source of energy, your source of light in a world where things may not go as planned, but you know that you'll always have this one thing or these couple of things in your life that are going to make all the difference in who you are and who you become. So once you find that thing or once you found that thing, then you can kind of empathize with me in regards to why I hold basketball to the regard that I hold it to. Um, that's, that's how, um, that's, that was my childhood. Um, like I said, there is no me without basketball and, and the lessons that I learned in playing that, um, playing that beautiful sport, even now as a coach and seeing my players have that same twinkle in their eye and that same, um, that same flair for playing a sport that may hold the same weight as, it did for me in their hearts. Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um, there, it, it's indescribable. Um, and seeing it in action, um, just as I'm pretty sure people seen it in me. Um, I had a lot of my friends like that were, you know, that were positive about how good I was at it. And I had people around me that I grew up with, adults, and people that thought, like, man, like, he might be able to make it somewhere doing this. And that gave me hope. Because that let me know, even if I don't make it in basketball, there are people looking looking at me as somebody, if, he, if anybody's going to do it, Terrence was going to be the one to do it. And the crazy part about it is how that's so ironic is that I did it. I made it out. It may not have been in the realm of professional basketball, but because I worked so hard at the things that I love doing, it translated over into all of my into all of the things I was in. It translated over into school. It translated over into my academics. It translated over into my mindset and how I was going to navigate in life. So in part, because of all of that hard work that I put into this one sport, into this one thing that I love so much, that mentality never changed throughout everything that I was doing. And I made it. And I have nothing but basketball to thank for it. 
It taught me so much more about life than anything or anybody could ever tell me. And I learned. I learned a lot and I learned it fast. I mean, I learned a lot from growing up with my brothers. I learned a lot from my mom. But it's one thing to learn those lessons. And it's another thing to learn the lessons that I learned playing this simple sport of basketball. Um, so my brownie point to anybody that's listening, um, whether you're a lover of basketball, whether you're a lover of any other sport, um, if you know, you're passionate about something and it's something that you, you know, you hold dear into your heart and you may even have a, a love for it. Um, like I do for basketball, um, Harness that energy, harness the mentality that you get when you think about those things, um, harness the, the lessons and the, the emotions that you have overcome by doing that thing that you're passionate about. And then have that, that mentality transcend throughout your life, throughout the things and the other things that you hope to aspire to be or the other things that you hope to do in your life. I promise you that mentality will never die. You just have to make sure it changes. Um, I totally forgot to kind of hit you guys with a quote. Um, and I apologize for that. I'm over here getting like, when I start talking about basketball, I, I get besides myself. But um, I think it's fitting just because I'm dedicating this episode um, to Kobe Bryant to um, to kind of have some of his quotes um, that I want to share with you guys. Um, one quote that he um, that he said, pain doesn't tell you when you ought to stop. Pain is the little voice in your head that tries to hold you back because it knows if you continue, you will change. That's a powerful quote. That is a very powerful quote. Um, use your success, wealth, and influence to put them in the best position to realize their own dreams and find their true purpose. That's another awesome quote. Um, I'll give you one more from him. We all have self-doubt. You don't deny it, but you also don't capitulate to it. You embrace it. Those are some awesome quotes from from the genius mind of Kobe Bryant. Um, And these quotes, I'm pretty sure, come from one, a basketball standpoint. But Kobe has transcended the game of basketball. And the reason why he can talk like this is because the Mamba mentality, it, it encompasses everything that he did in basketball as it transcended basketball to the greater good of his life and the greater good of the things that he hoped to do after basketball. Um, Pain doesn't tell you when to stop. Pain is the little voice in your head that tries to hold you back because it knows if you continue, you will change. That quote hits so hard 
And it hits so hard because everybody, nobody is, ex um, nobody is exempt from pain. Everybody has experienced pain in their life, whether it be pain of losing someone you love, pain, physical pain, um, pain from heartbreak, pain from um, just any and everything that happens in life. Um, we are all privy to pain. But that doesn't mean that we should stop. I've played basketball to the point of pain. I've starved to the point of pain. I have been sad. I have been depressed. I have been mad and angry to the point of feeling pain. And yet, those things, all of those emotions, all of the pain that I've experienced throughout my life, it held no boundaries, no barriers over me because I didn't allow it to. Because I knew if I continued on and if I fought through that adversity, and I fought through the pain that I was going to come out on top, that I was going to change as a person. I persevered. I persevered through poverty. I persevered through things that I could have gotten into. I persevered through the pain and I become, and I became something greater because of it. That's what Kobe Bryant is talking about. So my brownie point to you in regards to just that quote is if you allow yourself the opportunity to wield the talents and abilities that you have, you're going to learn lessons from those talents and those abilities. You are going to, you are going to find foreverness and you're going to find um, success in those things. The only adversity that you are going to see is the adversity that comes from within. And if you are able to pull through that, because you're going to always have outward or um, environmental or things that happen on the outside that we have no control over, but you do have control over self and you do have control over the things that are within your realm of, or within your scope to change. Pain is something that you can change for yourself. Being, um, being poor was something that I could change for myself if I worked hard and and I did this through the duration of years that it took me to be able to come out of it on top. Then I knew I would change. And I knew that my purpose would become greater and greater and that this big picture was going to open up to me and it was going to be aesthetically gratifying to my eyes and to my ambition and to my goals and to my aspirations. So even if it's not basketball for you, 
the thing that you hold dear to you. Let that be the energy that guides you and let it transcend and be something even greater than you thought it would be for your grand scheme and for your grand purpose in life. All right, you guys. Um, so I want to give you another quote. Um, this was in an interview um, did with Julius Irving. And he says, being a professional is doing the things you love to do on the days you don't feel like doing them. I think we've all been there. I think we've all been in a place where you may love your profession. Um, I love counseling. I love intervention. I love working with students. I love coaching. Um, but there have been days where I'm tired or I don't feel up to it, or I may not be having the greatest of days, or um, I may feel sad about something, or I may feel upset or frustrated. We have those days. We all have those days. Um, but yet, I have to exemplify and exude um, professionalism because one, it's something that I love to do. I love working with kids. I love counseling kids. I love to see the change happen with students, um, just as I love to see the change happen with students when I'm coaching them, when I'm teaching them something new in basketball, um, when I'm showing them a move um, and just see the astonishment that they get in seeing, you know, seeing this old man do something pretty cool. Um, it's the professionalism that keeps you going. It's the love that you have for the things that you're doing that keeps you going. Um, it keeps you honest, honestly, um, because it lets you know that despite Anything that's going on throughout the day or anything that may be going on in your individual lives that you still have to push through and keep going. You still have to preserve an attitude that is hopeful, that is positive and that is constructive every day because people feed off of that. Um, one thing that I that I try to exude is that leadership is not the stance that you take in front of others. Leadership is the characteristic that you possess even when you're not around crowds of people, even when you're not around students, even when you're not coaching. Leadership has to be exuded at all times. Um, that was one thing that I grew up with is trying to be a leader, trying to set my trying to not trying to set myself apart from others so that I could show others that this is what they needed to do. This is how they needed to be if they wanted to be successful, if they wanted to be great at something. That's what it was. So that quote, it, it stands out to me and, um, I think it's a great quote. Um, of course, it's a, you know, coming from a, a legendary basketball player as well. Um, you have to be able to at overcome 
the things that you may not want to overcome or the things that you may not want to surpass um, just because you may be tired or you may not feel up to it. Um, just in my life of playing basketball, I would practice day in and day out. And I, I just loved what I did in basketball and how I did it and why I did it and the rationale behind the premise of throwing this ball into a net and just the excitement that it brought me. But then I also knew that one day as I got older, even though I was extremely serious about it, I was going to need to get serious about everything in life, just as serious as I was about basketball. Um, so that's where the professionalism part came from. And that's where the leadership aspect and the leadership quality comes from, because I knew that at some point in time, I was going to be an adult and that I was going to need to make decisions that were going to be contingent upon my livelihood as a person and the things that I wanted to pursue. Um, did I have aspirations of being in the NBA and being a professional basketball player? Of course. And I thought I had a legitimate chance of doing that. I thought there was a legitimacy to my skill and my ability to be able to possibly do this. But I also understood that if that didn't work out, that academics and school were going to be, were going to help me and that I was going to need that in order to still better myself. So I understood that. And the funny thing about it is um, when I went off to college, um, I, you know, I, well, I wanted to try out for basketball, of course. Um, and oddly enough, you know, and I mean, if you know, college is just, most colleges, they have their team set in stone. They rarely have tryouts for the, for basketball teams in college. Oddly enough, we had tryouts for it. And sorry, you guys about the interruption. Um, but like I was saying, um, in regards to college and basketball, um, I was wanting to try out, you know, for my basketball team in the college that I was going to, um, I played a lot of basketball um, in college and I was always practicing because I knew tryouts were coming out and I knew that was something that I wanted to pursue just for the simple fact that if I, you know, was able to actually make a college team and actually be able to play, you know, at the collegiate level, you know, that would be beneficial to the grand scheme of me, hopefully one day being a, you know, professional ball player. Um, but as life has it, um, that wasn't going to necessarily be my path. Uh, the day before tryouts, the day before I was actually going to be able to try out to see if I could make the team, I was playing basketball the night before just to practice. And some of my um, college mates, um, we were playing a game and out of nowhere, you know, I think I tried to, I don't know if I was trying to dunk it or trying to do something fancy or whatever. 
I landed right on my ankle and I rolled it to the point where I, I, I probably sprained it extremely bad, possibly fractured it um, because my roommates had to carry me to the room and I started crying because I instantly knew that my dream of being able to play collegiate ball and being able to play and kind of get some notoriety um, in the realm of basketball to kind of get closer to this dream that I had of one day playing at the professional level, uh, it kind of went away. And the next day, you know, my ankle was swollen. You know, it looked like an orange. It, it was swollen. I could not walk on it. Um, I was devastated. I was absolutely and utterly devastated. Um, because I knew there probably wouldn't be another chance for me to one try out for a college team where they actually had tryouts where they were actually needing people on the team to play um and two um i think that was probably a sign that that wasn't meant for me and it took me a while um just still like i'm still going through my college my college um experience um, I didn't do as well um, in regards to like my my freshman year just because I, I think that kind of made me a little depressed. Um, and it made me also come to the realization that maybe basketball in this light wasn't going to be for me. And, you know, that hurts. It hurts when you are so determined to do something and you want something so bad that you can just it, it's almost in the at the tip of your fingertips and then when it's that close and something happens to where it does not materialize it can be devastating um so it, for a while like it, it it took me a while to come to the realization that you know I can still love basketball and I can still play basketball it just won't be in the capacity that I would like it to be in. Um, and that just let me know that there's, you know, there there is a bigger purpose for me loving this sport and doing this sport. And I come to and I came to terms with that. And, you know, there was years, you know, as years passed on, it, you know, it became a little easier because then I started to focus more on the college education part because I didn't want to just be a guy that, oh, I'm solely going to college for this sport and it didn't pan out. So now I don't want to be at college. No, it that drive and that passion that I felt for basketball was still inherent in me. I just had to let that feeling transcend on and that hard work transcend on to my college experience and you know, my academics and trying to graduate now, because then now that became the focal point for me. Um, granted, the fact that nobody um, in my family before me had ever graduated college or gotten a bachelor's degree. So me saying that and me talking about that, um, there is different types of ways to overcome adversity. And there are different ways that failure 
and, you know, things not panning out to kind of put you on a path where things will pan out and will um, equate to the um, opportunities that you are supposed to see and the pathways that you're supposed to travel. Um, even to this day, I, I, when I tell that story, um, it still, it stings a little bit telling that story. Um, but it also is, it also makes me self-aware that I knew that I needed to, if that was my plan A, then plan B, plan C, plan D through Z had to kick in. Um, because I knew that I needed to plan after that if those things didn't pan out or, you know, I failed to meet that expectation that I really wanted. And I really wanted to play basketball, um, at college level and I really wanted to become a professional basketball player. So, but at the end of the day, I knew that I needed to reconfigurate my path and what was going to be necessary for me to still be successful even if it wasn't in the thing that I necessarily had as my plan A. Um, so, yeah, um, it was, you know, it was a great experience for me. Um, and like I said, um, you know, I bear it fruit in regards to the college experience because I was the first person ever in my family to graduate with a bachelor, with a bachelor's degree. And that showed immense pride for for me, not only being the first person in my family, but also being an African-American person um, graduating with a bachelor's degree, um, it, it made me feel great. It made me feel joy. Um, but it also had to do with my mentality that I had for basketball and how that how that same mentality and that same work ethic kind of um, transformed into what I needed it to be when it came to my education and furthering my education and being able to, you know, help myself to the opportunity of having a bachelor's degree materialize for me. Um, so it was beneficial to me. Um, but um, that's the thing about just overcoming. Um, you have to understand that all plans that you think are going to be set in stone will never be set in stone. Things that you do um, in your life, um, you have to always know that you have to be a little bit flexible. And there are some things in your life that you're going to have to compromise. Um, let's be clear on this. Not everything that you are wanting in life is going to come just as you expect it to. You are going to have to one, work really hard, and two, you're going to have to also understand that there are a, there are multiple reasons why things may not work in your favor, but don't let that be, don't let that be a, a detriment to the hard work that you put in, because that hard work is going to materialize into something, and it's going to put you on a path to something that is going to be beneficial for you. And you're going to set the standard for the mentality that you should have in everything that you do. Um, like I said, um, basketball and the way that I thought about basketball and my intimacy with being better at 
the the talent that I had and the ability that I had, it transformed. It, it had a metamorphosis in my all around thinking about life and my cognition about life and the things that I contemplated for my life. So it made it all the more better to have basketball in my life, even though basketball was not necessarily um, my end goal in regards to becoming a professional basketball player. Um, do I still think back to things that I probably could have did better in order for that for that dream and that aspiration to materialize? Sometimes, yeah. Um, and a lot of the times it's, you know, people that ask me, like my, a lot of my students ask me why I didn't. And I tell them kind of the same story as to why. And that also leads to a conversation about, you know, having different plans and being flexible. Um, in life, um, you can never be too upset about things not going the way that you expect them to. You have you I I always understand when people are upset about things and sometimes it can be crushing to know that something that you really wanted bad um, not materialized. But don't get down on yourself too much. And that's my brownie point, because if you are equipped to even get in the hierarchy of those places, then you are equipped to endure and you are equipped to overcome that failure and it's all in your mentality. Um, if you have a strong mentality and you have strong will to do things, then that's going to take you a long way. If you have faith in what you're doing and you have um, you have a support system with you in regards to the people that are around you and there to support you, then you're going to get where you need to be. You're going to fulfill a lot of the purposes in which you were created. And, and you know, that's coming from more of an existential standpoint. But um, basketball did that for me because the simplicity of playing basketball and getting good at it helped me to, to um, have a metamorphosis of my thinking and how I went about life as a whole. And that helped me to be successful. Um, because that thought that I had for something that I love so much transcended into something that was going to be more broader um, and more prevalent in my everyday life and not just in me um, participating in the activity of basketball. So my brownie point to you guys is um, always remember that dreams and aspirations and ambitions and goals can always be reconfigurated into whatever it is that you need them to be. The only thing that you need to make sure is that you never lose hope, you never lose faith, and you never lose the purpose in which you have those dreams, ambitions, goals, um, expectations for yourself. Like, because there's a reason why they're there. But you all, But you also have to remember too that you know, and sometimes failure is going to failure is going to stick its, you know, its head out in there and some of your dreams and some of your goals and aspirations. But that doesn't mean that you have to completely and utterly give up on things. It just means that you have to reconfigure it. Um, you have to not necessarily retreat, 
but you have to kind of rethink your stance on things and solidify and create the foundation again in which you had those dreams and see if that helps with your change. Um, reconfiguration of dreams and aspirations and goals is not necessarily changing how you view where you're supposed to go. It's to say that you are reconfigurating the plan and the pathway in which you get there. Um, and that's really it. That, that's my brownie point um, in regards to that, um, in, in regards to overcoming things. Um, allow yourself the opportunity to reconfigurate and to be flexible um, in regards to some things that may not work out for you. Um, it, it's going to help you along the way. And it's also going to make you that much more of a dynamic person. Um, but um, needless to say, never give up on the hard work and the effort that you put in. Always keep that at that work ethic at a high standard. And just that alone is going to get you where you need to go in life. All right. Um, so one of the last brownie points I want to talk about is some of the lessons and some of the ideals and methodologies and um, I guess remedies um, that I have gained and ascertained from playing basketball. Um, like I said, um, basketball has been a monumental thing to my life. Um, it has, um, it has shown me, it was one of my first real talents. And, um, one of the things that showed me that I was capable of any and everything. Um, it helped me to kind of gain notoriety for myself and it helped me to believe in myself. Um, when I was very doubtful in the things that I could do when I had no faith in my ability to be who I was. Um, it made me to feel stronger when I felt meek and when I felt um, ineffective in my life. Um, it gave me purpose um, and it helped me to configure a plan of action when it came to my successfulness in life. Um, that's why I love basketball so much. And that's why I can't stop. <laughs> I could never give it up. I, at the age of 34 and being old and back problems and everything, I have not given it up. I probably will never give it up. Um, I coach basketball currently. Um, I do open gyms and, um, I do basketball trainings and in-services for students. Um, I'm trying to teach my, my younger son, or not my youngest, but my oldest son how to play basketball. Um, I think about basketball on a regular basis. I watch basketball. Um, I love to talk about basketball and players and um, plays and defensive schemes and just I just love basketball in its entirety. And if it wasn't for this for this sport, 
and for the love that I had for it, I can't imagine being as successful as I am today without it. I can't imagine being able to talk to students and be motivational and be a leader without basketball. I can't imagine myself speaking with conviction and being confident in my abilities and in my talents if it wasn't for basketball. Um, so it means the world to me to speak about it because it's something that I'm so passionate about. But it also means the world to me to know that I can teach others and maybe help them to further in their aspirations of maybe one day playing basketball or maybe just um, as a life lesson to to ensure that they continue with their hard work and that they keep pushing and that they keep um, finding themselves escalating in life and elevating themselves to be better as not just basketball players or athletes or you know any of those things but to just be better people um to be able to reconfigurate themselves to become better um just to prepare young minds um to the things that i've experienced as being young and letting them know that they can make it um basketball has done that for me so um kind of some of the lessons that i've learned in regards to um, basketball is failure is inevitable. Um, when I think back to some of the NBA games that I used to watch on TV, and when I think back to some of the players that um, that I've loved for years and that I followed, um, they were all at the pinnacle of their ability in basketball. But does that mean that they never failed? No. A lot of them failed. Missed game-winning shots. Uh, missed game-winning plays. Didn't play to the best of their ability at that night. Got to the playoffs and, you know, blew it. Um, failure is going to ensue. And one thing that I've always learned about basketball and just about life your hard work does not go unnoticed if you fail. If anything, your hard work has placed you in the predicament that you're in and has put you in a position that it, even if you do fail, you will be victorious in the grand scheme of things. Basketball has taught me that. It's also taught me that losing is not it's not a status it's not it's not it's not a recommendation of where you're at losing is a state of mind yes i may lose in a game that doesn't mean i'm a loser in life yes i may have lost in the battle of you know maybe getting into a certain career or maybe getting into a college of my choice, or I may have lost in, you know, finding love or things like that. 
But does that make you a loser as a person in life? No. Losing is what you what you deem it to be. And if you allow a losing mentality to exist in your mental space, then you will always and forever be a loser. But if you have a winning personality, you have winning characteristics, you allow your mentality to dictate or you allow um, positivity and concentration and focus and constructiveness to dictate your personality, you exude your will on the things that you want to happen in your life, then you're never a loser, even in failure. You're a winner. You are deemed a winner in, in my eyes and in most people's eyes because you've put in the work and you have decided that you're going to be successful no matter what. And losing is just part of the path. It's the bump in the road. That doesn't necessarily mean you stop driving. It's just something you roll over and you keep going. So failure is inevitable. But also being a winner with the right mentality is inevitable. So you have to bear that in mind. And that's one of my brownie points. And one of the things that I have learned in being a lifelong lover of basketball is that I will never be a loser. I will always be a winner because I have a winning mentality. And that mentality has gotten me so far in life. And it continues to help me even now. Because you never stop in success. You never get complacent with the achievements and the accolades that you get. You keep pushing forward to get more achievement, more accomplishments, more accolades. Okay, And it's not just for you. It's for those around you. It's for those that can benefit. Okay. The next thing that I learned or the life lesson that I learned in regards to basketball is teamwork. Um, there is no cooperation amongst people unless there is a camaraderie, unless there is a consensus in the things that we want. Um, that includes basketball. Um, I've seen some of the greatest players play on some of the same teams, but there was no camaraderie. That didn't mean that they were not great, but it just meant that they didn't have the teamwork necessary for them to be effective. And I believe in life, we rely on a lot of people. Marriage is a teamwork effort. Um, the colleagues and the people that you work with, that's a teamwork effort. Um, you know, parents being, you know, parenting or even um, your interactions with your children and building rapport with them. That's a teamwork effort. And those are things that are valuable. And you can't exist in those instances where you are having to consult and collaborate with these people unless that teamwork is exuded in everything that you do. That means everybody gets a fair shot and an equitable shot at having their ideas and their abilities and capabilities being brought to the table. And we collectively bring it all together um, for something good. 
for something beneficial, something that is going to change life as we know it for everybody. Um, same thing in basketball. I can't win without the four other people on the court. I can't win without my entire team um, coming to the consensus that we need each other in order to be good, in order to be great, in order to be amazing. Um, so teamwork is powerful. Um, that's probably one of the more powerful brownie points in regards to um, the lessons that I've learned in regards to basketball. Um, if you don't have that, it's hard to navigate success with other people and success for others. Um, there, it has to be a team. It has to be team oriented in order for it to work. Um, another life lesson that I've learned from basketball. Patience. Um, you don't know how much time I've spent trying to. I guess ultimately reinvent myself and invent things when I was younger playing basketball, trying to do all of these different um, dribble combinations, trying to, you know, create myself, create, make my body to look or to benefit me to where I can play um, basketball in the longevity of my life. Um, trying to trying to just do a bunch of things, work on my shot, work on how I finish, work on contact, work on defense. Uh, it, it was just a lot that went into playing this sport that I loved. And because I loved it, I took the time and tolerated a lot of the, the physical and mental demands in order to be a little bit better the next day or the next month or the next year after that. So I had to have a tolerance for patience. Um, I had to come to terms that patience was going to be the only virtue necessary for me to be good at this sport that I loved. And that translated over into my life. I was going to have to be patient with the people that I worked with, even if I didn't tolerate them. I was going to have to be patient with my enemies, people that didn't like me or disliked me or didn't understand who I was. But I was going to have to be patient with them because I had to let them know who I was and I had to give them a general understanding of who I was so that they understood that there was no reason to be my enemy. But there was all the more reason to be my friend or or for me to be a resource to them because I wanted to exude leadership to them. Um, I had to be patient in the predicaments that I was in. Being patient in poverty is terrible. It's hard to be patient when you're starving, when you're hungry, when you have to go without clothes some, or go without really nice clothes, or when people are bullying you because you don't look like them. You don't have the nice Nikes or Jordans that they're wearing. Um, you're wearing the cheap shoes that your mom could are the only shoes that your mom could afford you. And they weren't Nikes or name brand shoes. And you had to deal with the bullying and you had to deal with the pressure from people making you feel like 
you weren't anything because you didn't have the things that they had. Oh, yeah. I learned patience at a very young age. And I had to learn to be quick to patience and not quick to anger. And sometimes I fell in that. But because I had basketball and because I had the mentality to understand that if I can be patient and learning all of these things and all of the dynamic and fundamental things that I needed to know in order to be best at basketball, then I needed to know the fundamentals and the foundational things and characteristics that I needed to possess to be patient with things in life. Um, I knew that patience was going to be my greatest asset. And it has gotten me through so many things. And it has taken me so far in life. And it's helped me to, to kind of ease how I was back then because I was extremely angry just because of the circumstances in which I had to live through. Um, but it taught me a lot. It taught me what I needed to know in life in order to be better at life. And mastering patience is probably the best thing you can do in your life. Because if you're not patient, then you're going to be angry waiting. And even when you are patient, Sometimes people and things and life instances and experiences are going to test that. But if you are strong willed like myself and like I like to believe that I am, it's important to have it. It's important to have a tolerance for patience in any and everything that you do and with the people that you encounter. So that's another lesson that I've learned through through my um, kind of th through my escapades and playing basketball. Um, another thing, um, being able to seize every opportunity that's out there. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't seize the opportunity of playing collegiate ball and in the hopes of one day playing professional ball. Unfortunately, I could not. But that didn't mean that there wasn't going to that there wasn't going to be other opportunities for me to be successful. Because that door might have shut. That doesn't necessarily mean all the doors shut on things that I could accomplish. The door opened for me to be able to get my bachelor's degree. Doors open for me to be able to work in an atmosphere where I work with kids and I can make an impact in their lives. Doors have opened for me to be finishing up my master's degree and finishing up my credential um, to be a counselor. Doors have opened up to me um, in regards to a lot of the things that I have learned over the years from some awesome people that I've been around and people that I've talked to, people that I work with now. Um, I have been blessed beyond belief in my life and in the things that I have gone through. Even in poverty, I was blessed to have at least one parent there who did her best to provide for me, did her best to make sure that I didn't go without as much stuff as I could because there was people out there that was poorer and more impoverished than I was. 
Um, but she did her best. And, you know, like I said, I salute her. Um, and I salute my brothers, too, for being able to endure that stuff with me um, and being there from day one and being able to go through that stuff with me and seeing them grow and the things that they're doing. Um, but I've been blessed to have the ability and the capacity to be able to seize as many opportunities as I have throughout the years and at the young age of 34. And basketball has been a big contribution to that. Um, and it has helped me to maintain a work ethic that is unlike most. Um, and that's my competitive edge. I want to be the best person, the best employee, the best worker, the best coach, the best friend, the best of everything. I want to be the best at that because I want to not only open opportunities for me, but I want to be able to open a lot of the doors for the people that have been there for me, as well as opening the doors for people that are in need and um, are in need of me opening these doors so I can see others be successful just as I have and just as people have opened up opportunities for me. Um, basketball, I, I've learned that from basketball. Hard work and determination. I'm extremely stubborn when it comes to the things that I want. Um, I wanted to become a school counselor. And I had to be stubborn in my ambition and in my aspiration of becoming that. And so I had to be unmovable in that mentality so I could become this great thing because I want to make a change in the world. It was a little harder for me to be unmoving and stubborn when it came to being a professional basketball player just because of the statistics that go against necessarily making it there. But that mentality that I had transformed and it didn't deter me from all of my dreams. As now I am fulfilling dreams and aspirations as we speak. And I am extremely ecstatic about it. And I'm happy because it allows me to make a difference in the world. It allows me to take care of my family. It allows me the opportunity to see my children grow up. It allows me to seize opportunities for others and be kind of a beacon of hope for the students and my friends and the people that look up to me. Because at the end of the day, that's what life is about. It's not necessarily my, my individual success. It's how my success plays in the grand scheme of others being able to make it as well. And that hard work and determination has dictated that for me. And being and being in love with the notion of basketball um, has allowed me a platform to be able to not only speak about the instances in basketball, but speak about the hard work and determination that I gained and ascertained from my practice and my endeavors in basketball. And so it, it's pertinent to life. Um, being able to be detail-oriented, paying attention, 
Um, for those that know basketball, you have to be you have to be a, a, a student of the game, as they always say. You have to you have to engorge yourself or engross yourself in the life that takes place when you're watching basketball or when you're playing basketball or when you're coaching basketball. It's a beautiful thing. But that's this but that same that same observation goes in life. The details matter. And paying attention matters. Knowing the things that people expect for themselves, knowing their aspirations and their goals, knowing my children, what they want to do in their life and how I can best support them, knowing what my wife wants and how I can best support her in her journey in life, knowing what my students want, how I can best build them up to the standard that they should be in and the expectation that they want for themselves. These are all things that require understanding and comprehension of the details. If you know the details, then you know how to best support or be a resource for the people around you. In basketball, if you know the game, if you know it in its entirety, you know how to best play it. You know how to best be a player in the game. You know how to best win. You know how to strategize to become a winner. Mental and emotional stability. I can't speak to this enough. Because like I said before basketball, I was angry all the time. I was mad. I was upset. Um, I hated being poor. I hated being in the predicaments that I was in. I hated not understanding why I couldn't do anything. I hated the fact that I couldn't help my mom um, because I wasn't old enough to work or make money to where we could be in a better place. Um, I hated living in an environment that I didn't know if I was going to end up dead or if I was going to end up incarcerated. I didn't know if I was going to end up arrested. I didn't know if I was going to end up um, in gangs or drugs. Um, I didn't know. And what was scarier, I had that same fear for some of my friends and people that I grew up with. I didn't know. So I was angry a lot. Basketball changed that for me. I learned to redirect my emotions. I learned to redirect my anger. I learned to be more cognizant of how I was feeling. I learned to lessen the the negative emotions that I had and place all of my positivity in the things that I was doing. I learned to love something that I had never loved anything like. There was nothing like basketball to me. Nothing in the world at that time. Nothing could equate to the feeling that I had when I would talk about basketball, when I would play basketball, when I would be with my friends and when we would talk about basketball, when I was playing and being a teammate and running up and down the court, there was no feeling like it. It was euphoria to me. And 
it developed me as a person. It helped me to develop the mentality that I have today. It helped me to stabilize my emotions and actually be able to um, make my emotions maintainable. Um, it helped me to not be exhausted with the things that weren't going right in my life, but the things that were going good in my life. Because even in poverty and even in not having, things can still go well in your life. Uh, let's be clear about that. Things can still go well. Um, but it helped me to be at peace. I found peace in playing basketball. I found I found confidence in playing basketball. I felt like a superhero every single time I stepped on the court. Every single time I would come across my friends and they'd say how good I was. Every single time people would observe the the grit and the the passion and the and the talent that I had in playing this sport. It changed my life. And I'm not even saying that in the grand scheme of basketball itself. I'm saying this in its entirety and in my existence in life. It changed me. And I could never repay playing this, like being in this sport. I could never repay God for giving me this outlet to do and lastly, um, basketball taught me to keep things light. Uh, it taught me to have fun. That life was too short for me to be angry. That life was too short for me not to experience it in a light that was going to be beneficial and positive and um, lighthearted. Um I carried a lot of weight with me in regards to how I felt. And, you know, frankly, I thought I grew up faster than I probably should have just experiencing some of the stuff that I had to go through and the responsibilities that were instilled in me by my mom, because it was things that we needed to be a part of at the time. So it was hard to be a kid sometimes. And basketball kind of did that for me. It helped me to maintain my youth and to maintain, I guess, in essence, some of my innocence back then, just because it gave me something to look forward to. Um, it gave me hope. Um, and when you have something that's giving you hope, life becomes so much more easier to breathe in. It became fun. I, I can just think back to multiple moments when I was just playing basketball with my friends and having some of the greatest times ever. And, you know, as an adult, of course, it's hard and I don't see as many of my friends, but, you know, I reminisce on some of those times and it makes me so happy to know that this is what basketball did for me. Um, I've gained a lot of friendships because of basketball. Um, and I am never going to forget any of those things. Um, so my brownie points to you 
in regards to all of the things that I was saying is that whatever it is that you're passionate about and whatever it is that you hope to pursue in your life, always know that your hard work and the attention that you have placed in doing those things will materialize. It will come to fruition. You just have to maintain the hard work and you just have to maintain a mentality that is unmovable. You have to maintain an expectation that is high. Um, Kobe Bryant exuded that in his career and then after his career. The Mamba mentality. We all have it in us. And we just have to let it live. Basketball allowed that for me. And I will forever be in the debt of God for that. And I'm going to always love basketball. Just as much as I love doing the things that I do in my life. Um, but I want you guys to think about that. Think about some of the lessons that you've learned about things that you're passionate about. And how they have kind of crossed over into your life and built some of the characteristics that you carry on in your personality. Basketball is me. <laughs> like, let's be clear. Me and basketball, in regards to who we are, I would not be basketball without it. And basketball would not mean as much as it does without me. So, never... Never let those passions die. Um, so that concludes this episode. Um, my name is Terrence and these are the Brownie Points.